Welcome to another episode of Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan. This week's episode is the second in a two-part series on the issues surrounding pensions in our Commonwealth. In this episode, Representative Ryan speaks of the legislation being introduced to tackle the pension problems that we face and stabilize the system for our future. So our legislation that we've got crafted came about as a result of a study that was done by Representative Mike Tobash in the House of Representatives, and that study then came up with a number of recommendations. Three of those bills were enacted into law last year. I was fortunate enough to have written uh, two of the three. Uh, I was a, a prime sponsor of one of them that got rolled into another bill, which provides a great system of internal controls. But we still have three other bills to do, and then I've added a fourth and a fifth bill. So the, the one bill that we're looking at is a, a bill on collars. Uh, C-O-L-L-A-R-S. And what that does is it gives a a protection of impact on it if there's a catastrophic impact in the stock market to where the returns drop so that you're not you don't see a wild swing in your tax obligation. So that's more of a, a mundane actuarially approach to how to get the plan back under control. Uh, most people won't even care about that, but it can be pretty important. The second issue is by Representative Brett Miller, which is a fee transparency bill uh, that was almost enacted last session. I ran into a couple of last-minute questions that delayed it, so it's back on the table, and we're hoping to be able to get that through, uh, which will provide a greater transparency of fees that are being paid for by the system. So I think that will be go a long way to help us get a better perspective on it. It's also one of the reasons the higher fees is why I've been somewhat opposed to alternative investments, which have much higher fees on, on them compared to other types of investments, as well as the fact that they're not as liquid. And I say that because I'm also uh, the vice chairman of the public school employee retirement system. I'm the legislative appointed member, and I'm the chair of the audit committee. Uh, one of the other bills that we're looking at is an actuarial uh, standard and a training requirement for fiduciaries. In other words, what are the obligations of being a fiduciary on a system so that individuals have the appropriate level of training and expertise? Because the standard change from being a prudent person to being a prudent expert. And we want to make sure that all the members on all the system boards, not just the pension boards, but it particularly will affect the pension system as well, will coincide with some of the other training requirements that I had put in one of my bills that became law last year, which was to mandate additional training for the audit committee. Uh, we're looking at also a potential restructure of how the investments are done within the office, but we have a lot of work to do on that bill. Uh, and that's one that we would be sitting down with the two systems and the legislators and the executive branch to find that that which will work out well. And that's the, the fourth item. And then the fifth item that we really want to talk about is a concept uh, as it relates to what happens if school districts start to go bankrupt. Um, right now, we a lot of people are not aware of this. The pension system for the school districts is what's called a multi-employer plan. And that multi-employer plan means that there are over 750 employers in the public school employee retirement system, pension system. But what a lot of people are not aware of is if one of the school districts is not able to pay its obligations, those obligations actually become the responsibility of the remaining employers. 
So we're trying to make sure that we've got a good handle on that so the risks are clearly known and so that we can more aptly and appropriately identify where there are risk factors in the system. Three of the bills we anticipate uh, introducing in the September 2021 period, so coming up fairly shortly. And then the other two bills we would anticipate would likely come up in the early part of 2022 because we have a lot more work to do on both of those. But I think as a result of these five pieces of legislation, we can expect some fairly significant positive ground to be made, which would reduce the burden on the taxpayer and the Commonwealth and simultaneously improve the the lot and the protection and the viability of the pension systems for the annuitants. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.